Hello and welcome to the Redeeming Love Bible Broadcast. My name is Phil Duddy, Evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle of King, North Carolina. And I'm happy to have you with me on the program today as we look at um, the real, true, actual, literal reality that Jesus Christ is alive. And um, one major thing that that means for our evangelism. But thank you for being with me on the podcast today. Um, please do reach out to us at redeemingthelost.icloud.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we are going to go over to the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 1, and uh, we are going to pick it up right in the middle of verse 17. Um, Revelation chapter 1, starting in verse 17, about halfway through that verse. And he, he being Jesus, laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Amen and hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, he is alive today. And uh, this means a whole lot uh, for us as Christians. And this means a whole lot uh, for those who are not Christians. Uh, for those who are born again and in Christ Jesus, and for those who are not born again and not in Christ Jesus, the fact that Jesus Christ is alive um, is an awesome, awesome reality. And um, it's, uh, it's a simple thing, and it's also this profound revelation um, in the life of a Christian. Hallelujah. You know, it's um, you know, one reason we're in the book of Revelation, amen, because um, the Lord reveals this uh, reality, and I pray that he does just that as you're listening today. Um, but um, the fact that Jesus is alive uh, for the Christian, uh, we are in Christ and Christ is in us. Um, we are alive because he is alive, and um, not only do we dwell in him, not only do we abide in him, uh, but he abides in us and he dwells in us. And so um, in terms of evangelism, in terms of um, preaching the gospel, in terms of witnessing the gospel, in terms of any type of outreach ministry that you're doing, um, uh, we got to recognize this reality. And this is a big comfort uh, that we are co-laborers with Christ, that Christ is actually working in us and working through us, um, uh, and the, you know, for the sake of preaching, for the sake of witnessing, uh, Christ is um, pouring into us. He's uh, He's giving us things to say. He's giving us specific things that He wants to say uh, to this person, to this group of people, and um, that takes away, my friend. Uh, that completely takes away all striving. That can completely takes away, um, you know, any sense that, you know, you've got to say the right thing, any sense that you've got to do the right thing, any sense that you've got to deliver it in the right way. Uh, that completely takes away all of that fear. And uh, one of the biggest reasons why people don't witness, uh, why people don't uh, evangelize, why people don't share the gospel with other people, why people stay silent when the Lord calls them to say something, um, it's that fear. Uh, there's a fear not only of um, like what how that person over there is going to respond to you, uh, but there's also this fear of um, how am I going to sound? How am I going to look? Um, am I going to say the right thing? Am I going to do the right thing? You know, am I going to be able to get this person saved? Am I going to be able to present a good sound argument? Am I going to you know be responsible for this person you know rejecting Jesus and going into hell for all eternity uh, just because I said the wrong thing, did the wrong thing, or um, uh, didn't say it in the right way? Uh, there's a whole lot of fear 
um, associated um, with evangelism, and that's really from the devil. And I pray that that um, uh, just really gets shaken up and cast out today um, in the light of perfect love. Uh, because, friend, um, if we're alive in Christ, um, this is Christ's mission, if you will. Uh, this is Christ's desire uh, to see people born again, to see people saved, to see people uh, hear the gospel, whether they're going to hear it and be born again and saved, or whether they are going to reject him. Um, they're, they're not so much hearing you, they're not so much rejecting you, um, they're rejecting Jesus. Um, uh, you didn't go to the cross for anybody. Uh, you didn't uh, shed your blood for anybody. Uh, you, uh, you are the recipient of Jesus doing that for you. And in the same way, uh, this is Jesus' will. Uh, this is his desire uh, for the church to be reaching out. This is his desire for the church to be a light unto the world, a salt unto the earth, um, you know, a, a place where he is preached, a place where the gospel is preached, a place where he's ministered, a place where, um, you know, the, the godly social ministries go on, um, you know, feeding the clothing, feeding and clothing and uh, taking care of widows, taking care of orphans, uh, taking care of the poor, um, you know, um, you know, all that, all while this gospel is being preached, all while this gospel is being ministered, all while uh, we're praying, you know, the whole time through. Uh, this is all his desire, friend. And so he's not going to just save you show you what his desire for your life is, and then leave you on your own. Uh, he's not going to leave the church uh, with a word to go and make disciples of all nations and not provide the resources for that to happen. Um, he's not going to say, go and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, go and preach the gospel to everybody you see. Go and preach the gospel to people of all nations. Um, he's not going to do that and then just leave you by yourself to figure out how that gets done. Um, he uh, Instead, you know, that's sort of like, uh, there, there's an old, old illustration. I think, um, I think Hudson Taylor said this. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it, this is kind of on the spot um, here, but um, basically it's like um, going into a bank and, um, you know, um, you know, you need a thousand dollars, but uh, Jesus is only going to give you 20. Um, you need a thousand dollars to get this job done, uh, but Jesus is only going to give you 20 and he's going to leave you hanging. Uh, that's not who he is, my friend. Uh, that's not the kind of God that he is. Um, he gave the church, um, you know, it's, you know, one of it, it's one in every gospel and one in the book of Acts. There are five great commission passages in the Holy Bible, and they all revolve around preaching the gospel. They all revolve around uh, that people may know that Jesus Christ is Lord, that people may know that Jesus Christ is King, that he is alive. Uh, that he's the savior. Um, and so uh, he's going to do that through his church. He's going to reach people through people. Um, the body of Christ, um, every man, woman, and child of us, uh, no matter uh, what denomination, no matter what language, no matter what nation, um, if you're in Christ and I'm in Christ and we're brethren, uh, we've got the same Savior, we've got the same Lord, we've got the same King, um, the same blood washes away our sin, and we are filled with the same Holy Spirit. And so God gave us something to do here, 
and that is go and preach the gospel. That is go and minister the gospel. That is go on into the highways and the hedges. Uh, that is to go into the to the great places of the earth. Um, you know, um, to um, to, into the palaces, into the kingdoms. You know, whatever that is, from the least to the greatest, hum greatest humanly speaking. Um, no matter who it is, uh, they need to hear this gospel. Now that is a big job. That is a big task. Uh, that is a lot of going. That is a lot of preaching. Uh, that is a lot of resources needed. Jesus is not going to leave any single one of us hanging. Uh, we're alive in him. He is going to live through us as we do that work. Um, uh, you know, uh, the New Testament describes us as co-laborers with Christ. Um, we, he is doing the labor and we are working with him in the fields to bring in this harvest. Uh, he wants the gospel to go forward. He draws people unto salvation. Uh, he ministers. He moves in their lives. And uh, we are along with him. We are uh, working with him. Uh, we are saying what he gives us to say. We've got a holy Bible. Um, you know, uh, we've got a gospel. Uh, we've got an anointed word. Uh, we've got the Holy Spirit inside of us uh, that, you know, that reminds us uh, that, you know, the Holy Spirit himself uh, starts reproving um, the world of sin, of righteousness and judgment. Uh, the Holy Spirit starts to highlight the reality of sin, starts to highlight the reality of righteousness, starts to highlight the reality of judgment, starts to highlight the reality uh, that people need the blood of Jesus, that people need the blood to be forgiven, that people need the blood to be right with God, uh, that God is king, that God is Lord, um, that God is a judge. And so God starts doing this work through us. Uh, we don't do this independently of God. Uh, we do this through God. Um, we don't do this evangelism thing. We don't do this preaching thing. Uh, we don't do this ministry thing uh, sort of all alone on ourselves while God's over here sort of uh, critiquing us, giving us a grade, giving us a score. Uh, no, God is right there with you, in you, directing the whole thing step by step, word by word. And that is a different point of view, my friend. Uh, that's, uh, uh, that is a different point of view. And that point of view, which is a biblical point of view, uh, this is the biblical point of view on evangelism. This is the biblical point of view on what the church is. Uh, we cannot separate this from the fact that Jesus is alive. We cannot separate this from the fact that Jesus is working and interacting with people around the world today. And we cannot separate this from the fact that he literally inhabits the church. He literally indwells the church, uh, whether you're, you know, assembled on Sunday morning or whether you're out there on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but the reality is uh, Jesus is with you. Jesus is in you. And Jesus is always doing something. And Jesus is always wanting to use you in that work as his vessel as his willing vessel. Uh, that meaning, you know, um, we've got this Holy Spirit and we've got it in earthen vessel. That's what um, Paul wrote. You know, I believe it was to the Corinthians, but, he, but we've got this treasure in earthen vessels and God pours into you and you overflow out on other people. Uh, God gives you things and you give things to other people. Um, you know, God gives you 
you know, a prophetic word. Uh, God gives you evangelism. Uh, God gives you, um, you know, and even, you know, and, and I've seen this with finances. Um, you know, people give finances to other people and then God just pours that right in. Uh, God pours that in. God, you know, you know, it's poured in and it's given. It's poured in and it's given. It's poured in and it's given. Uh, that's how God works. Uh, that's how the church works. Um, so the church is not over here trying to figure out everything. Uh, the church is not over here trying to do everything right. Uh, the church is not over here trying to do everything with desperation and with urgency, you know, and with all that and hoping that it's good enough. Um, because, um, you, you know, um, that, that's just not the way it is. God is in it from beginning to end. Um, God is in every witnessing interaction. God is in every time uh, somebody goes up to the pulpit and preaches. Uh, God is in every prayer. Uh, God is in every every act of worship, uh, whether that's musical or whether that's not. Uh, God is in every, you know, God-directed, God-given, God-birthed act of evangelistic outreach. And he's in it from the beginning all the way through. And so, friend, why are you afraid if you're afraid today? Uh, why are you afraid of messing up? Uh, why are you afraid of saying the wrong thing? Why are you afraid of um of looking foolish why are you afraid of you know um of all this stuff um you know that um comes out of the flesh and it comes out of the devil and um basically it's there to shut you up um uh, but the reality is jesus is alive um and you know um you know he says fear not i am the first and the last i am he that liveth and was dead and behold i am alive forevermore amen and have the keys of hell and death uh this is the jesus who saved your soul. This is the Jesus who went to the cross. This is the Jesus who bled and who died. This is the Jesus who took all of your sin and all of the world's sin upon himself. And he died an atoning death. Um, you know, what does he say? Um, he lives, he was dead, and behold, get a hold of this, I am alive forevermore amen there's a finality to that there's an assurance to that uh, jesus lives he was dead behold he's alive forevermore he did die on that cross now he is risen now he is alive now he is always going to be alive forevermore and if you needed any more assurance he said amen by the way all things in him are yes and amen Perfect love casts out all fear. Jesus said to us, abide in me. And abide in me. You cannot bear fruit of yourselves, so stop trying. You cannot bear fruit of yourselves. You cannot do anything of yourselves that is truly of an eternal significance, anything that's truly going to grow, anything that's truly going to last. He said, man, um, you want to you do something for me? You abide in me. You want to do something with me? Uh, you remain in me, and I'm going to bear up my fruit. I am going to bear up my fruit. I am going to nourish you. I am going to sustain you. I am going to make you fruitful. I am going to work through you and work in you. Uh, that, is, uh, that, that, is, that is ministry, folks. That is ministry. Uh, ministry is not contained to going and getting, you know, like a bachelor's, a master's, and a PhD. Um, that is not... A qualification for biblical ministry. 
Uh, you see, um, the reality is Jesus calls people. Um, you know, part of his interaction with the world, uh, Jesus calls people. Uh, some of us he calls to be pastors. Uh, some of us he calls to be deacons. Uh, some of us, uh, you know, uh, you know, and some of us, you know, he gives gifts on the people. Uh, some of us, um, he gives that gift of healing. He gives that gift of prophecy. Um, uh, he even gives tongues. Uh, yes, he does. He does today. Hallelujah and amen. Uh, but God is God who joins the church together. And there is no member of a church who is insignificant no matter what your place is, no matter what your gifting is, no matter what your anointing is, no matter what your calling is. Why? Because God called you. The living God called you and equipped you and moved you to be who you are in Him. Whatever that looks like. Um, you know, whether you're a hand, whether you're a foot, whether you're an eye, whether you're an ear, um, you know, whatever it is, uh, the reality is whatever part of the church body you are, uh, that is not insignificant to God. And so don't you think that it's insignificant either? Um, and so, friend, the reality that Jesus is alive, man, you know, we've got to look at this and we've got to see this and we've got to receive this in faith. Now, evangelistically, um, we've already seen uh, that Jesus is doing a work in this world. Uh, Jesus is wanting people to hear the gospel. Jesus is drawing people to salvation. And he's going to use the church. He's going to use born-again people to reach people. Um, now, the reality is, um, what do we do? Um, we just do what he tells us to do. We just do, give what he gives us to give. And uh, the reality is that we are introducing people to this living Jesus. Uh, salvation is not a person-to-person -person interaction um, in terms of, um, you know, two people getting together, having a conversation, and they go back and forth, and um, and somebody, um, you know, changing their mind, uh, somebody changing a worldview, uh, somebody winning an argument, somebody losing an argument, and the loser has to get, you know, the loser has to pray a prayer. Uh, that is not evangelism. Um, that is not salvation. Uh, that's not where salvation takes place. Um, people need to meet Jesus, folks. Uh, people need to interact with the living Jesus. Uh, now, we're going to preach the word, uh, but it's not going to be an argument. Uh, we're going to preach the word as the word of God. Uh, we're going to preach the word. Um, you know, it's going to come up out of us. Um, you know, faith cometh by hearing. Hearing cometh by the word of God. Um, it's by the foolishness of preaching. God, you know, and it pleases God to save those who believe uh, by this foolishness of preaching. So preaching is very, very important. Uh, but my friend, preaching is not like this three-point argument. Um, it's not a contest of ideas. It's not a contest of people. It's not a contest of, of worldviews. It's not a contest of philosophies. Um, it's not a contest of morality. Um, but what it is, uh, you are declaring, you are preaching the anointed word of God, and that word is alive, and God honors this word. God is faithful to this word. This word is faithful and true because God himself, who gave the word, uh, who is interacting with every single solitary soul who listens to you preach, um, this God is doing a work through you, and you're cooperating with him, to draw people unto not you, but himself. Not you, but the risen Jesus. 
And so you're not trying to get people to believe you. Uh, you're not trying to get people to join your church. You're not trying to get people to join your denomination. Uh, you're not trying to get people to come around to your way of seeing things. Um, all that goes on in the world. Um, all that goes on. I mean, I mean, that's, you know, that's, what is that? Is that politics? I don't know. Uh, you know, just like trying to argue different ideas and different, you know, it's not a cult of personality. It's not a popularity contest. Um, but what this is, is, you know, God called you to do something. God saved you. Uh, you. There was a day where you put your faith in Jesus. You were born again. You got the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, God wants to use you to bring a whole bunch of other people along. And so what God does is through you, through what you say, through what you do, uh, through you praying over somebody, uh, through you uh, opening up the word of God with somebody and saying, hey, you know, man, you know, let's read this together. Let's look at this. This has something to say to you. Uh, this, you know, this Jesus, you need this Jesus too. I want you to, I want you to be alive in him and hallelujah and amen. We're going to read this together. You know, we're in, that's a witnessing type of a situation. Uh, whether you get up um, on a pulpit, whether you get up on a soapbox outside, uh, whether you, uh, you know, stand up on a wall somewhere. I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of people that, you know, I've done a lot of things myself. Um, you know, whether you're outside, just on a sidewalk somewhere, uh, but hallelujah and amen. You know, the Lord's calling you to preach and the Lord's doing something. The Lord wants to draw some people, and the Lord wants to draw some people to himself. Uh, that's what Jesus said. You know, he is raised up, and as he is raised up, he will draw all men to himself. He's going to draw people. You know, he's going to draw, you know, men, women, children. He's going to draw everybody. And the reality is, um, he's alive, folks. He's alive, he's alive, he's alive. And so um, we cannot be worried about, um, you know, am I going to do this wrong? That's not, that's not a godly kind of fear. Uh, that's a paralyzing type of a fear that keeps you silent. And so, you know, God's got to deal with that today. How is he going to deal with that? Fear not. Fear not. Hallelujah and amen. I am the first and the last. This is what Jesus says, Revelation 1.17. Fear not. I am the first and the last. You know, I am Alpha, I am Omega, I am the beginning, I am the end. I've been around since before this creation was created. Matter of fact, I'm the one who created it. That's what he's saying. And um, all the way down, new heavens and the new earth, it's that same Jesus. Uh, this is the Jesus uh, who went to the cross. This is the Jesus who shed his blood and gave his life. This is the Jesus who bore all of your sin upon his own shoulders. This is the Jesus who took the wrath of God in your place. And he's saying, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Uh, salvation belongs to him. And he just uses us in the process as his vessels. Um, he uses us in the process as his church. Uh, he has made us to be the pillar and the ground of the truth in this fallen world. And, and he's doing a work today. Hallelujah and amen. And so may you cooperate with him by faith. May you labor with him by faith. And may that perfect love uh, cast out all fear and know 
that he is in you, you are in him. Uh, that's a finished work. Um, that's a complete work. Uh, he is faithful to that work. And hallelujah and amen. Um, um, put down your fear and uh, let him move through you, in you, and with you um, in perfect love and in perfect faith. Hallelujah and amen. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. I pray that this, this has just been a real encouragement. Um, again, this is something that Jesus wants to do um, in terms of the gospel getting out there. And uh, thank you, those of us uh, who listen in America, those of you who listen around the world. Um, may it be an encouragement. Um, uh, feel free to share these with folks. Thank you, those of you who do share these on a regular basis and help us um, not only uh, reach um, uh, the church, uh, not only reach other Christians and be an encouragement to other Christians, uh, but also uh, to reach people who do not know Jesus, who reach people who do not believe, uh, to reach people who are not born again. Uh, that's the heartbeat of God, you know, today. That's, you know, that's the heartbeat of us as a church, of Grace Baptist Tabernacle, um, to see the gospel going around the world, uh, to see people born again. Hallelujah and amen. Thank you for helping us in that work. Uh, let us know how we can pray for you. Uh, GBTministries.com is the church website. Uh, you can contact us directly here um, at the podcast at RedeemingTheLost at iCloud.com. Uh, thanks again for listening. Jesus is alive today. He is King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And may the Lord richly bless you today. Amen.